Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. You know, as a guy who took Spanish for three years, I didn't retain much of any of it. <laughs> I have to, and three years is a long time, especially when you're a child, and that's when you learn the most things really well. But I didn't retain a lot. It's hard just learning it in school or through textbooks. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop, or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. They are a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. You can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. I started Rosetta Stone and my Spanish skills have definitely improved. I can now say muchas gracias. It's really a better way of learning a language. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comedy Bang Bang listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash comedy. That's rosettastone.com slash comedy. New York City, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Bell House. You can teach an old dog new tricks. No, fucked it up already. I feel like Chris Rock in his live special. You can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you can smear peanut butter on it. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Thanks to AJ. Hope that's AJ from The Sopranos. Just a stone's throw from here in New Jersey. <laughs> People from Jersey here? And proud of it. Okay. I have no idea, I've never been there. Uh, thank you so much for coming to the show. This is uh, not only Comedy Bang Bang, but this is in celebration of Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the book. <laughs> Thank you. Did, did you all get a copy of the book coming in here? Feel free now, turn to page 65 in your hymnals. <laughs> um, we're going to have fun celebrating the book here tonight. We have some contributors here from it, uh, as well as one other guy. Um, <laughs> and... By the way, now that you all ha were given something heavy 
coming in. If at any point you don't like the show, feel free to throw the books at us and say, I don't like this. Totally get it. Uh, we do have a really great group here with us today. Uh, some people, I, we are very proud of the book and, and hope you really enjoy it. Uh, and uh, sincerely, I'm, I'm really happy that you guys are interested enough to uh, read it. Uh, and uh, let's get to the show because we have some great people who contributed to it. What do you say? I think there are too many chairs out here. <laughs> Don't expect seven. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nope. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's get to our first guest. He's not really a guest. He's more of a co-host for the show. Uh, you know him as uh, one of the hosts of the How Did This Get Made podcast. Please welcome Jason Manzukas. Hey, Nong Man. Hey, Nong Man. I've never seen you so amped. I love this side of you. That was it. That's it? Okay, that's shut all, down. That's all I had. Power down. Hey, pal. Hi, pal. So good Look to see you. Look at us. Ow. Look at us in an... What? I cut myself on your nipple. It's so erect right now. Yeah. You're so happy to be back I'm on so stage. so turned on by this audience. Yeah. Very sexy crowd here in New York. Hot crowd. Hot crowd. I asked them to put an extra seat for Elijah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's doing Elijah tonight? (laughs) You'll see. (laughs) Jason, so good to see you. Thrilled Uh, to be here. You were... I used to live right here at the Bell House. I don't care. (laughs) What what I was going to say... You go. Your thing. It's good to have you on the East Coast because you were supposed to do some of the East Coast dates with us on our tour last correct uh, last summer, and then what happened? I got COVID. Oh. Ooh. After there. after years spent hiding in my house, truly, where, where you you truly barely came over to my house. No. And would only and and the first few times you you deigned to come over to our house outside, you still wore a mask the entire time. I did. <laughs> and I so did. you avoided it for the longest time. I did. And then we did the How Did This Get Made tour, night three in Texas. <laughs> Houston, Texas. Boy did I get COVID. <laughs> I just got full blown COVID. Yeah. Yep, had it gross. Had somebody had had the had the uh, the nurse came to give me the test and the and a bunch of other stuff and um, and I was like, you know, is this something that could have been avoided because the the new booster was coming up, right? The oh, new, wait, you hadn't even gotten that. Yet. I, there okay. was a there was a shot that was going to be out in a oh, two yeah, yeah. Uh, two months or a month. I think or I got it right after the tour, so yeah. And so I was like, would this have been like, would I am I just not have enough antibodies? Could blah blah blah. If I went and got waited until that shot, and she was like, I'm not the right person to ask. I don't really believe in vaccines. 
And I was like, madam, you are a medical professional. You are here in scrubs. So super quick, who here believes in vaccines? That's right. That's right. Not 100% agreement. I'm hesitant to ask the other question. Anybody here not believe in vaccines? Cool. Hey. The bell house, baby. Well, you're here now. I'm so glad. Thrilled. Thrilled to be here. Uh, a mere stone. I used to live in Carroll Gardens and then. Oh, Cobble so back to Hill. your thing. What's that? Oh, yeah, back to my thing. Go ahead. Boy, this neighborhood, wildly different. And when I lived here, in when I lived here, there was a huge movement to stop Whole Foods from moving into this neighborhood. Now, having just driven here, this neighborhood appears to be all Whole Foods. All Whole Foods all the time. I was like, what the fuck is going on? The people at the Park Slope Food Co-op would not allow this. These are very local, local jokes. references. Local yes. jokes. I appreciate you local bringing jokes. Bringing this to the crowd. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Well, what's going on with the glasses? They're coming on. They're going you know, off. I, I'll be honest. I want to wear them to see better, but I didn't clean them backstage. <laughs> Feel free so to clean them right I'm now. I'm going we'll take to them clean over. them in a minute when we're talking about talking something, something else. Something else. Okay. Well, Jason, you. So when I leave stage, that's why. <laughs> Scott, that's why. You're, you have to do it backstage? I've got to go backstage. For what? The little cloth. I don't want your cloth. Front row lady waving a cloth like she's surrendering to the bad guys. I don't need your cloth. I don't need your eye schmutz on my eyes. These motherfucking New Yorkers are trying to give me pink eye. Nice try. You have your own special cloth devoted for this purpose. Of course I do, Scott. Could someone find it and bring it out to you? No, I don't want them to. Because that would mean someone else touching the cloth. I don't want them touching my special cloth either. My special cloth. (laughs) Tell tell the truth. Is this your blankie from when you were a child? (laughs) It's the last little scrap of blankie. And it it doesn't clean my glasses. It just scratches them to the point where they absolutely can't see through. How you been? I've been good. And Jason, I wanted to thank you. Sorry. Am I not allowed to touch you? You can. Okay. I wanted to thank you because you wrote something. Well, I mean, you didn't write something for the book. Sure I did. Well, I mean, yes. Uh, I, I, yes. We, can, we, can we bring it up here on, on the screen, uh, what, what Jason wrote? <laughs> this is the only time I will write anything that looks like I'm published in The New Yorker. <laughs> yes. This is uh, your, your real name, Jeffrey Karachowides. Of, of course, and my real headshot from, I think, 2003? That sounds about right. I think, is when I think I took that picture. That's right. With a, with a strange ring on my finger. Yeah. I don't remember when I wore a ring, but I did. So much so that I was like, I need it in my headshot. I identify with this ring. I think it was 2003, because normally the Twin Towers would, would have you in the shade. But there's never plen- forget plenty never of light. Forget. Plenty of light on you. <laughs> <laughs> Heard someone go shh. Uh, lest you think here in New York we're gonna shy away from 9/11 jokes, we are all in. Uh, but it was it was very nice. You uh, wrote I took, about- I took this I took this on the top of Building Seven. <laughs> 
Controlled explosion. Okay, now we're starting to lose people. Now this is now the t- we're this is the to point. Lose people, jet fuel can't <laughs> melt steel. All right, I'm just trying to get a sense of what this sh- what this crowd's all about. Honestly, most of you are too young for 9/11, right? Yeah. You're no, one of the few pro-vaccine, 9-11 was an inside job yep. type. Per- yep, love the vaccine, mostly because I want Bill Gates to know where I am okay. and what I'm up to. <laughs> it's not that I don't believe in the conspiracy theories, I like them. <laughs> you want to be involved. Chip me. <laughs> Please chip me. Hey, someone want to chip me tonight? <laughs> But basically what you wrote for the book is... Oh, yeah. Is, uh, your, oh, yeah, 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 the book, the book, the book. Uh, the, the story behind the development of your character, uh, which we're seeing The right Jason Manzoukas The Jason Manzoukas character, character. The abrasive, w- loud, yeah. obnoxious. Which a lot of the jokes about 9-11 are things you wouldn't actually... I would, Jeffrey Character Wheaties would never make those jokes and right. finds them reprehensible. Right. And tonight we'll make sizable donations to offset what he said. <laughs> When do you slip out of the character? When you go home, do you drop it? Like when you shut the door behind you? Here's the thing, I used to, but now I can't. It's really hard if I, I have to stay Jason Manzoukas all the time. Otherwise, nights like tonight suffer. (laughs) I appreciate it. I mean, no one appreciates it more than me. Oh my God, thank you. It really is special what you've done, uh, and it's a testament to your hard work, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that finally you're getting the word out, because oh otherwise God. no one would know that you've been involved in the deepest of cover. It's so, oh yeah, well I mean, I lived in, here in New York for 13 years doing comedy. This is where I really built this character. Yeah, you yeah I mean, you were doing horrible comedy. Terrible. Just terrible. Like, describe some of, like, your improv. Were you doing improv before? I did an improv, I did an improv show for over a year, at UCB, at midnight, Saturdays at midnight, there was an improvised Saturday morning cartoon in which I played Ricky Martin. Real, real show called Cartoon Chaos. We did it for a year, Saturdays at midnight, never once successfully. The show was terrible, top to bottom. T to B, never, success, never succeeded. So you were playing the gay, Hispanic... Yes. Ricky Martin. Correct. And this was during the Jeffrey Character Wheaties days? Uh, Nope. Jason Manzoukas. (laughs) Trying to crack that code. Unsuccessfully. (laughs) What what was some of the stuff you would do as Jeffrey Character Wheaties, though, before you developed the character? Oh, well, that was all just, you know, mostly just theater. Space work. Yeah, space work, Meisner. You know, it was like a lot of just deep, immersive theater. Lots of performance art. Do you still remember any of the movies? I'm not going to do any of that. All right. I see where you're going. I see you trying to find a footing. Hey, I'm a guy who got pimped last night into doing his Disneyland audition dance. So. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I did a show here last night. Um, Oh, here? What was it? Uh, we don't need to go into it. It's oh, a great, great show. We're not promoting other podcasts. We're not promoting other podcasts. We're here to promote the book. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's it's really special. When do we do the Q and A okay. with the audience? <laughs> you want to do a Q and A? Is that what you said? At the end of the show, I think we should absolutely do a Q&A. do a talk back. Talk? Yeah, let's. Don't all book tours feature a talk back with the author? I think at the end of the show, 
it, it makes absolute sense that any idiot here be allowed to ask anybody on stage a question. I guess. I mean, technically, I'm not the author. You wrote more pages than I did, I think. If but... I'm not mistaken, I believe you wrote no pages. Come on, I wrote a few. Did you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Approximately three. I'm pretty sure. Are you sure Kulov didn't write those pages? <laughs> I may have written some pages that <laughs> someone else purportedly wrote. But, um, well, it's great that you're here. I, are you bruised? It burns. It burns. Why does it burn? It's the hellfire touch. Oh. <laughs> Whatever knows fear burns at the touch. <laughs> uh, it's great to have you. Jason Manzoukas, everyone, Hooray. a.k.a. Jeffrey Character Wheaties. How do you want to do this? I don't know. Yeah, okay. I mean... Shh. Well, wait. We don't want to scare away the next person. We have a big show, so we need to get to our next Let's guest. Do it. Uh, not seven people, but six. Um, or eight. We could bring another chair up. <laughs> I look back there, there's a bunch. There's I, a bunch? I came so close to coming on stage with a chair. <laughs> so close. I, I was like, mm, too heavy. All right, well... I'm having fun. Okay, it's so good to I'm have you. I'm having fun I'm with so you. glad we took a trip I'm together. I'm so happy I'm so we're happy here to in New York yes. together. We love each other. Um, all right, let's get to our next guest. This is a gentleman uh, with uh, a wonderful CV, as it were. Uh, he's, it's, it's great that he's in New York City and could join us. Uh, he started off on NBC's The Office, and then uh, he now has a show on Apple TV called Spasm. Please welcome Adam Scott. This is mine. Adam Scott, everyone. Thank you, Adam. You missed some over there. You missed some over there. <laughs> you know, I just, I just want to eat them all up. I just want to take yeah. each one. And, mm, nom, 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 nom. If you could eat people, would you? Oh, I would eat all of these people. Oh. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, you know? Just, oh, yeah, this is a chompable crowd. Oh, just eat them all up. Nom, nom. Guys look delicious, aren't they? Adam, so good to yeah. have you on the show. Thank you. Wonderful. I mean, you've done so much great work. Thank you so much. Um, congratulations to you and the entire Spasm cast. Thank you very much. All of us over at Spasm are really excited that I was able to make it here tonight. You know, you, you came straight from the Spasm set, did you, you not? You came right over from Spasm. This is. I mean, are these your Spasm clothes? These are my spasm clothes. These are the clothes that I perform spasms yeah. in. Tell, tell us about the your... signature yes. spasms that we all go through. Tell us about your character, Delroy. Delroy. Delroy is... Uh, some people call him naive. I call him just a little off. Okay? Um, but it is spasm. So... Wonderful. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> 
Nice to have you here. Uh, you, of yeah. course, contributed to the book. I'm looking over your shoulder at the screen. Yeah. Not at anyone creeping up behind you. You look That's behind. It, it looked like you were alerted to somebody yeah. creeping. Someone with a knife. <laughs> You're very jumpy tonight. What do you mean? There are people who, because of spasm, are out to get him. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, a lot of spaz heads. Spaz heads. Yeah. Not having having their spaz backstage. attacks. Not sure we can say that anymore. I don't think no, we no, are I supposed to say that. 90% sure mean, we cannot say that But that's what they call themselves. So oh, yeah. what, are, what are we supposed to do about the it? The spaz heads? <laughs> you know, I heard something, when I was backstage, I heard something out here that really got me excited. Mm. I don't know which one of you said it, but... Jet fuel cannot melt steel. Adam, Thank I'm you. thrilled that you are as interested Thank as you. me in talking about 9-11 for Let's the whole show it. tonight. Is everybody up for this? Are we really up for this? You brought a slideshow here. I sure <laughs> did. No, but speaking That's of slideshow. working. Isn't this how you do yeah, it? We're going to watch I Loose Change. <laughs> I think you're just miming it is the problem. Yeah, that's why I don't have any. Yeah, you in don't my actually hand. have it. That's the that's the issue. But speaking of the slideshow, I did. I, you did contribute to the book. Could we see Adam's contribution to the book, uh, if that's okay? You gave yeah. us a blurb on the back. Yeah, this I I uh, I wrote this. Yeah. Do you want Do you want to read it? Yeah, I do. That's what I want to do. Uh. This... Oh, you want to do it out loud? Well, can we... No, I was just going to read it. Uh, Can we talk about it first? Yeah, sure. Of course. Uh, Can we... You want to talk about... What what about this? Do you want want to talk about how long it took to write? Uh, Yeah, I mean, you name the topic. Yeah, I'd love to to talk about how long it took to write. I will say, as a fellow contributor, mine, I spent months on mine. Yeah. That's mainly because uh, you wrote it right before the deadline. And that is correct. <laughs> I was supposed to write it months earlier, and I did not. <laughs> well, I, I, I wrote mine, I think, uh, I think you had asked me a couple of times to, yes, uh, to send I, me something. Yes, I did something. The, the, the typical Adam-Scott interaction, which is to text you incessantly and yes. then get a one-word response weeks later. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> That's usually the response. So I believe this, if, if we're going to talk about the amount of time from when you first asked me to have a blurb to when I sent it to you, this took months. Yes, and how long did the actual writing of the blurb take Pro- you? Probably about as long as it'll take me to read it right now. Okay. Uh, okay, so th- what I'm talking about in the blurb is the Comedy Bang Bang book that we're all here to celebrate and honor. (laughs) By burning it! A big pyre right in the middle of the room. We're gonna fly a plane into it. Now hang on, guys. I know you're thinking, this is a lot of 9-11. I was with you earlier, this is now too much. But we're only a third of the way through. (laughs) Oh yeah. Seriously, though, if there is any steel in this building... Uh, okay, so that, that's what I'm, I'm talking about, the book, the book that we're all here to celebrate and honor. Okay, so just so we're clear, that's what this is about, okay? Got it, got it. good. You right. set the table. Okay. Great. So here we go. So, when I start reading it, that's what I'm going to be referring to. When I say CBB book, 
Comedy, bang, bang, book. Com- oh, okay. Comedy, I didn't bang, even bang. get that when you okay. gave it to me. Okay. I'm glad I'm going through And this. for those of you who have it here, which is, I think, everybody, that you are holding the very book yeah. that is what's Adam. What Adam Thank you, Jason. About. Thank you. Does anyone have one? Everyone that? has the book here, yeah. Can, do you mind if I... This is the book. Okay. That's actually super helpful, not for the podcast listeners, but for people in the room who might yeah. not know the do, book we're talking this is about. It. Yeah, for the podcast listeners, do you want to describe the book? Yeah, so they... it's, it's like eight feet wide. Okay. Do we, should we explain what a book is? Yes. Is this Thank at you. all? What, what about paper? Are oh, people going to wow. understand what paper wow, is? Wow, wow, wow. Okay, trees? Well. Should we start with trees? Yes. I'm lost already. Anyway, this is it. Comedy Bang Bang, the book. This is it. Blurb that I wrote is on the, on the back here, among yeah. others. We've blown it up much yeah. larger on the screen. Do you want Thank every... You, you know, Thank Adam, you. I was thinking everyone has the book. Maybe we could all read it at if the same could, time. Turn it around. It's on the back, and we can all read it together Make sure it's loud. not upside down. Yeah, because then it'll sound different. Yeah. Scott, just briefly while people are taking out their books and getting ready, did you ever think to publish the book at this scale? I know, it's really tempting now that I see it. uh, Honestly, also because so much easier to read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be a trim size of approximately... We shouldn't talk about trim. That's a separate are we, podcast. Are we, are we talking trim tonight? <laughs> That's our show, Drippin' Milk, and this oh, is not Drippin' Milk of that. season two, talking <laughs> trim. Okay, so if everyone's ready, we're going to read it together. Everyone has their book out. Here we go. And we do not read the quotation marks out loud, just FYI. No, uh, and and before you start, yeah. nor the commas. Yeah. No, the, we don't say comma out no loud. No punctuation. Apostrophe. Um, other than that, I think we're... we're uh, one one sure, suggestion, sure, if you don't know a word, just sound it out. Sound it out. Or you can ask one of us. That's what we're here for. Should we take I, it? I'd also like to just give, if we might, yeah. a single piece of direction. Okay. In that we pronounce the text in blue in all caps the way that it's written. Right. That's true. You don't have to scream you should, when you say the, uh, the blue text. Um, okay, are we ready to uh, kick this off? All right, let's go. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Quotation mark. Whoa. No, 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 okay. let me stop you, let me stop. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. I almost did it too, so that's, that's good, I'm glad. Force of habit. Do you, can I ask you, when you're Please. on the set of Spasm, yeah. each of your lines, do you start by saying Delroy? I do first, at right. first, and then and they, we, we they cut, cut that it, out usually. Put in the blooper reel, and then we're able okay. to uh, to keep going. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I actually I'm glad we paused for a yeah. second, just because I'm looking at the words and I'm not sure. There's one I'm not sure how to pronounce. Oh, okay. sure. I'm just going through all the words. It's right there. Words. Okay. Words. Got it. You Thank just you. you said it right actually before you said you didn't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're doing this, Jason. I'm thrilled. This is helping me a lot. I've just noticed how I'm sitting in this chair. I have one of my legs over the armrest. Okay, Adam, thank you. Because here, I have a huge grievance and grudge that all comedy podcasts think they need to put you on stools. Yeah. High stools so you're like... 
Yeah. I feel. I always feel like I'm a little kid. Like, hi, I'm doing a show. Hi. Yeah. Why, why don't you sit cross-legged then, down on the floor, the way Chris you want to? applesauce? Yeah, sure. Go I ahead. I would love to. I would love to also just sit on a regular goddamn chair. Yeah. So my feet are on the ground. So if an attack happens, <laughs> I can get out of here quick. How? Meanwhile, I'm like. Let, let me see. Let me see the difference. Adam, do you mind playing an attacker really quick? Absolutely, no problem. Let me see the difference of how quick you can do it this way from... Okay, so let's like say we're just doing okay, the show. The, yeah, we're shooting the do show. You want, you wait, do you want me to come from behind or from where I am right now? Ooh. I think, how do you attackers... Know I think from the audience, because that's where audience. these fuckers are coming from. Yeah. Let's be honest. They've got a very important note I need to read. All right, anyway, so, what a great time. What a, oh, my God, I'm having such a good time with you. Jason, I love performing on stage with you. Sorry, guys. Yeah. When you want me to start the attack, just give me a signal. Okay. What kind, okay. Of, what kind of signal? A hand signal. Hand signal. Got it. Like, like this? Like a sh- Like hang loose? Like a shaka? Hang loose. Hang loose? Okay. So we'll just do like it's the regular show. Right. So writing the book, I feel like for you must have been an incredibly... It's incredible. I mean, those three pages were just so difficult for me to write. Did you feel at any time like you knew what you wanted to say, but were having a hard time getting it out? Yeah, but uh, I just relied upon thesaurus.com most of the time. Thesaurus.com. So you're here promoting thesaurus.com? I would just put it on random. And whatever, random. whatever word popped up, I would throw into my... Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I never would have thought I'm of re- that. I'm realizing oh, we forgot fuck. to... Oh, fuck. Yeah, we forgot to give you the signal. Oh, fuck. We got so into it. We got so wrapped up in our own thing. And thesaurus.com. Yeah. That one's not up yet. It's okay. Sorry, we'll remember to give you the signal right now. Adam, turn that uh, the other way around. <laughs> I'm too high! <laughs> yeah, these chairs are bullshit. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? That bit's gonna play great oh, yeah, in audio only. I mean, because it played so well in the room. <laughs> so let's read this. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Do you, by the way, can you yeah. read it in under five seconds? How quickly do you think you could read it? I could, I, I'll promise you this, I can read it in under seven minutes. Okay, yeah, sure, I'll take that. Okay, here we go. Uh, everyone have their books out, everyone's ready? Okay, because we're all gonna read it together. Here we go. One, should we count one, two, three, or three, two, one? Let's count, you guys care? let's count up to 10. Okay, here we go. One, one two, three, four. Five. I feel like six. we should go yep. down, though. I think you're right. I yeah. do feel like it should be in reverse. Down from 20. Down from 20. Sure. Okay. Just also, because that will help everybody get in the rhythm. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And you can make sure you have your books out. <clears throat> Here we go. I'm not, <clears throat> I'll be honest, a lot of you don't have your books out. I'm a little worried. Which makes me think you're not going to read from the book. So how are you going to participate? Yeah. You know what? We should give them more time to get their books out. Down from 40. Ready? Yeah. 40, 39, 38, 37, 36, 35, 34, 33, 32, 31, 
30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 20. You said 21. You jumped. Oh, you jumped God damn it. I'm sorry. We got to start Let's over. Let's just go from... straight in. Go, go, well, go again straight away. Let's go again. Okay. And 40, 39, 38, 37, 36, 35, 34, 33, 32, 31, 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Everything you want in a CBB book. Chapters, pages, words, letters, pictures, syllables, winks, gravy, live ease, and of course, Scott's signature dance. I'm going to read it five more times, then go back to sleep. Adam Scott! I'm in a full body sweat. <laughs> that re- I, really was exhausting. That was, I, a, that was electric. I, I think I have COVID now. I, fe- I felt Can you like- get COVID from reading out loud? Yes. Yes. Whew. Droplets. All these fucking monsters. Just sh- We asked them to shout droplets right at us. But still, I just want to eat them all. Nom, 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 nom. Well, Adam, thank you so much yeah. for participating okay. with that, and yeah. uh, it, it means a lot that you're here tonight. Uh, thank you. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. You know what? I love it. I love love it all. I love seeing it up up on the screen. I love that. I, I, I I'm just going to be honest. When I wrote this, um, I never dreamed that I would see it up on the big screen. Did you, did you, because now you're a published author. Absolutely. Now you're a published author. Do you feel as though that adds just another element to your career that's exciting to you? Are you going to yeah. develop this into anything? Yeah, are you, thank are, you. Thank you for saying that. I, you're I, welcome. Absolutely. I mean, it's more than just a feather in the cap, okay? Yeah. Which it is. Uh, but yeah, I think. If you could have a feather in your cap, from what bird? Emu. Emu? Pigeon. But you, I mean, Adam, you have a cap full of feathers. You're like so many feathers. You, your, your head is just covered with feathers, like an Indian headdress. You might as Thank well you. hollow out a bird and wear it on your head for yes. how many feathers you've got. Yes, that makes me really hungry. I mean, you, you're a published author. Yes. You're a bad actor. Yes. Other things. But those are two feathers. Yes. Most caps can't Adam, even carry that. I'd love that. to talk to you about the movie Torque. Absolutely. That's your other show. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. That's we're not how doing, did this get made. We're sorry. not doing how did this get made tonight. <laughs> but, it, but it is really yeah. special, and I thank you so much. And usually when you thank someone, they thank you back. No, thank you. I oh, appreciate okay. I appreciate You know what I appreciate? I appreciated being asked. I appreciated being asked. Yeah. 
And it is great to see it on the big screen. It's this is great like seeing it on the big screen. This technically is better than any movie you were ever in. It's more fulfilling. I got paid more. Yep. Was there ever a point in which myself or Adam were going to be featured in the cover? As such huge huh. contributors, but I can't help but notice neither of us is featured in this cover. Because there's Ro- Rob Schneider is there, <laughs> yeah, in the cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> so he made it on there. He made it on. Uh, Randy Quaid is there in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a gorgeous cover, so... It really is, but no, I never... I never. What, what's worse, that I didn't ask you or didn't even think to ask you? They're both really bad. Mm. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. But thanks for being part of the no back problem. of the book. thank the, you. The very last thing anyone will read. Adam Scott, everyone! Dads, grads, here we are again. It truly is June. Dads and grads time. Well, are you looking for a really special gift? (laughs) A gift? I hope you're not looking for a gift because I'm here to talk to you about a special gift for this Father's Day. I guess it could be for grads too. I'll throw them. I'll lump them in there. Look, whether it's the group shot from the family reunion, the 20-pound bass he caught last summer, or his favorite photo of mom or of you... An Aura digital frame is the best way to display dad's favorite memories. Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos, as many as you want. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. That's exactly what we did with our parents. This is the, we've talked about it on several of our shows. We have a million of them. We give them away all the time to people that we care about. We will just sit there and watch. uh, Not a day goes by where I don't pass the aura frame and go, ha ha, and I say to, to someone, look at this, look at this photo. It really is one of my favorite gifts of all time, and I have one myself. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Father's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by... Why do I have so much trouble saying gift? Uh, maybe it's gift? I don't know. By visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off on their best-selling frame. That's a lot. That is A-U-A-R-Frames.com. This deal ends June 18, so don't wait. Use code BANGBANG at checkout to save. Terms and conditions, you know they apply. This podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, is brought to you by Squarespace, our old friends, and Spring. Man, it truly has sprung. No one can argue that. And uh, what do we know about spring? Spring is a time of fresh starts. That's right. Uh, You thought January was good for starting fresh? Uh, Spring's gotcha beat. Spring's about rebirth, and that could mean starting a new venture or switching things up on your website. Well, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device, integrated, optimized it, optimized it. (laughs) SEO tools. 
Allow your site to show up more often and grow the way you want. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. Accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. Selling content on your website? Well, add a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell downloadable files. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch. And I know you're going to be. Go to squarespace.com slash bangbang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. All right, well, a wonderful panel already. And I'm afraid... And we have seven more people to go. (laughs) I'm afraid I'm going to bring the mood down a little bit. Oh, boy. No. Because I genuinely am friends with both of you. Yeah. Um, Are we friends with you? I don't... Only you can answer that question. And by the end of the show, those questions will be answered during the Q&A. What if Maury Povich came out with an envelope and told me whether you were my friend or not? The big friend reveal at the end of the show. I dance around. Scott, would you be surprised to know that Adam is not your friend? Ooh, boo. You dance around. (laughs) But the next person I'm bringing on, I genuinely hate. Um, He is a children's entertainer of note. Please welcome Big Chunky Bubbles. BCB, how are you? That's right, it's me, Big Chunky Bubble. <laughs> do you remember what I do for a living? You, you are, uh, uh, for those of you who don't know BCB, he is a children's entertainer. That's right. A, uh, you, you blow bubbles uh, for children. I don't blow bubbles. I'm sorry, your breath is not involved. No, I mean, I'm breathing while I do it. <laughs> Thank God. I, yeah. Have you ever, I'm sure you're real relieved. Have you ever forgotten to breathe in the middle of a performance? What are you talking about? <laughs> forgotten to breathe? Like I'm up there doing my thing and then, oops, I forgot to inhale. Hey, that's the opposite of Bill Clinton, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you just try and high-five me with the back of your hand? Yeah. I did. Well, I felt bad about, like, giving you the part I touch stuff with. Oh, okay. I yeah. pre- you know what? I appreciate that. Thank you me. didn't feel bad doing it to me. 
You're disgusting. This is my left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You should feel bad about making that Bill Clinton joke in 2023. <laughs> We're coming up on the 30th anniversary, I believe, of him. Oh, good. I'll send you a cake. What are you... What are you playing? You celebrate it every year, don't you? Of course. 29 years. <laughs> 28. Um, 27. 27. 26. I don't blow bubbles. I'm a bubble artist, and I create bubbles out of soups, stews, and chowders. <laughs> See, the people know. Fur- the crowd furiously checking the wiki. Uh. Correct me if I'm wrong. There. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'm ready. By the way, we're all right here on you. We- uh, there are but two chowders, are there not? No. Go on. What oh, do you think you're the two chowders? Of clam chowder are? and corn. But there's you, multiple clam chowders. There's multi, even he knows. But those are all variants of clam chowder. All chowders are variants of chowder. <laughs> but those are variants of soup. Oh, are this hamburger has lettuce on it. Hmm, must be a different strain. <laughs> I don't know, point. I'd have to explain food to you. What, they made a blue car? <laughs> now I've seen everything. Adam, what I is, wonder what if you could make, if you could make clam chowder with the blue milk from Star Wars. Yes. And then you would have blue chowder. Mm. Right, well, why don't we have Han Solo whip us up a batch? Since we're getting things from a fictional universe. <laughs> What, is it contagious what you have? Now everybody's dumb? Oh, you're telling me. Oh, wow. You're gonna, I'm trying to support you. Look, 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 look. I'm trying to support you. You don't think it would be great to go to a kid's birthday party with Jason. Star Wars blue chat? This motherfucker, Scott. Jason. This motherfucker is getting on me. How did you get up from your chair so fast? I don't know. (laughs) Let me tell you something. There's no amount of fictional milk that makes a children's birthday party something you want to go to. They're the worst audiences in the world. These people out here who have kids who don't want to go to a birthday party, you're telling me that if you said there's going to be Star Wars blue milk bubbles there, those kids are going in a second. Made out of a seafood chowder? Yes, on a hot summer's day. Who doesn't want pink eye and diarrhea from bubbles? That's, that was one of your taglines, right? <laughs> Why do I come on this show? I don't know. You're I very you. disrespectful. I'm trying to be friends with you. <laughs> you are? Oh, I, didn't, I thought you were, this was, mar- is this not marketing for you? I are guess, you not trying to get jobs? I by- am, of course I am. This is, you, this is you being friendly. I had no idea. I'm I think. <laughs> um, by, the, by the way, he, I apologize. He's more of a Trekkie. Thank you for apologizing. Uh, you were you telling me, that's not true either. You were telling me backstage. Okay. We're, no, we're my right. favorite sci-fi show of all time, of course, is Blake 7. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I barely do, but listen. <laughs> So that's we, why we it's your favorite. We shouldn't press you on specifics. <laughs> I don't want. I didn't come here to talk about that. 
<laughs> so I won't. Adam, what is, what is your favorite soup? If, if you uh, had to pick. Oh, well, if, I mean, like, like, let's just say like an intruder comes to your house. Yes. What would I be making when he walked in? Sure, but also if he were to, he had, you know, some sort of weapon pointed yeah. to the back of your head, he's going to kill you execution style. Unless, some sort of weapon. Yeah. But it pointed at the back of your head. Sure. Could be a baseball bat. A, most... a cat of nine tails. <laughs> cat of nine tails pointed directly at the back of your head. Sure. He's going to whip the back of the nape of your neck. Right. And I have to say... And you have to say what your favorite soup is. What do you say in that moment? This is the weirdest home intruder I've ever encountered. He's a weird guy, I admit. But This was that's... the original plot of Funny Games. <laughs> <laughs> the original. Right, before they changed before it. Before they changed it. Before Thanks the, a lot, Michael Haneke. The studio bigwigs <laughs> oh, got involved. Oh, yeah. Uh... I mean, I would have to go with some sort of chowder. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And since there's only two... It's a flip of a coin at this point. I would have to go with a clam. But which kind? Manhattan or New England? Well, Manhattan, of course. Whoa! Whoa. They've discovered a third chowder. Whoa. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Do we have to go over this whole thing again? Go, go, I want to do the whole thing again. 40, 39, no, no, 38. No. Ooh, no. sorry, we're pasting something from no. Brett's phone. <laughs> Turn that mic If towards. I don't like something, I'm just going to yell Did you think something, no. someone was coming up from behind you? I did for a second, yeah. <laughs> what the oh. fuck is going on? <laughs> Get a little feedback, I just want to make sure. I didn't think the show could get less professional, but you found a new speed. <laughs> Do you think I'm unpleasant? Yes! <laughs> big, big Chunky Bubbles is like the Statler and Waldorf of the show. <laughs> just up in the, up in just sniping. They should have been the whole show. <laughs> you would watch that. Just They're the... my favorite part. I'd take that as a spin-off. Because I hate frogs. <laughs> frog? Are there any... Are, are there, there frog any, soups? Are there any soups with frogs? Yeah, frog there are. Frog legs? You can make a frog leg soup. Can you? You can make a soup out of anything, Greg. But does it make good... <laughs> but does it make for good bubbles? Oh, boy. That was a, uh, uh, an you make homage soup? to your coworker. Can you make soup out of me? <laughs> You can tell him about that in the morning if you sure. like. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> different soups make different bubbles, of course. It stands to reason. What, what is the best soup for making a giant bubble? <laughs> a really big bubble? Or the biggest bubble you've ever seen. The biggest bubble? I mean, beyond for artistic purposes? Just for record setting? <laughs> I now, this, are you in the record books I in ha- any way, shape, or form? Because for we, the have size? A con- we have a contact at the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> it's, it's not Fred Guinness, is it? It's Fred, it's Guinness. Fred Guinness. That guy yeah. can go to hell. <laughs> You've interacted with Fred I've Guinness? I've contacted him several times. Really? And he doesn't return your call? He always picks up for us. He, and, and talks. It seems like he has a personal relationship with everybody else we know. <laughs> These are all callbacks to a show nobody's heard yet. <laughs> I called him because I am, by far, 
the most successful bubble artist working in soups, twos, and chowders. Wow. No one else is even close. What, so why did he turn you down for this? Why, I mean, why aren't you in the book? He said it was too weird. <laughs> I didn't think he was allowed to say that. What is he talking? He's one of the weirdest guys in the world. He, like, oh. devoted his life to writing a book about weird things. They're not all weird, <laughs> to be fair. I mean, it's a guy who can fit, like, a million cigarettes in his mouth? Like, well, now you're defending shit. the man who you just moments ago were deriding for ignoring you. Well, because you. I, my thing isn't weird. <laughs> I'm, there, there's records for the fastest person who ever ran. Aren't those just like Olympic records, though? <laughs> Are those? Yeah, but they put them in the book. <laughs> that seems Why like, wouldn't they? That seems like cheating. These should be Guinness Book specific records. How would that work? <laughs> do you think Guinness contracts people to do certain things? <laughs> he should be out there on the ground reporting his own record. He can't just like contact the Olympics and go, hey, who's the fastest person who ever. Does he contact him or does he just watch him on TV like everybody else? <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> This motherfucker. <laughs> if you can't remember, it's now it's in a book. <laughs> Why have you got me defending this man that I just buy? I'm on your side. Can I, if you don't mind me, can I ask a, a question? And I, I do I'm, mind you, but go ahead. I appreciate that. Uh, how come you don't seem to work or have you tried and not been successful with bisques at all? Great question. <laughs> the crowd. Bis- crowd very no, interested in right. this so much so that i don't want them on my side it's all right it's an actually interesting question congrats <laughs> man the more you neg me the more i want to fuck you <laughs> is that what is that what you're up to when no, you still, come on this i'm show? still grieving my wife that's right your wife who by the way for those of you who don't know uh she passed away in a uh she passed away. How, how was it exactly? Uh, it was in a tragic bubble accident. Oh, oh. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. I made a soup that was too hot. Was it your fault? It was my fault. She was so proud of me. She was my biggest supporter and cheerleader. And she... <laughs> no! You can't take it that seriously. Shame on you. You're adults. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I was working on, as a matter of fact, a bisque bubble. Oh no. Oh, the bisque bubble is the holy grail of bubble tree. Of course. I'm assuming I'm assuming a lobster bisque because it's so rich and expensive. Well, of course. Yeah. Nothing but the best. Nothing for but the bisque? My, for my bisque bubble. <laughs> so I was almost there. And I called my wife in, much in the way that Alexander Graham Bell called for his assistant Watson. What? (laughs) (laughs) You're almost as inaudible as Dr. Sweetchat at this point. Holy shit. You never heard of the telephone? Well, Alexander Graham Bell, when he invented the telephone. He would say, ahoy. The first thing he did was yell for his assistant to come in and see that he'd done it. Watson, I need you. That's right. Yes. So I said, honey, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. The bisque bubble, it's real. <laughs> she rushed into the bubble laboratory. La laboratory? No. No. Okay. Scott, come on. Wow. I'm sorry. 
This is where your wife passed away. Yeah, I'm sorry. Good, good chiming on the story about my dead wife. Just, just so grinding sorry. the show to a Who's halt. Who's over there now? For wordplay. Right this guy trying to do psyops on me. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she started rushing towards me to embrace me. And I said, honey, no, it's too hot. She got too close and the bubble burst. It burned her skin right down to the skull. Wow. Like, like an oh Indiana Jones. Wow. Yeah. It was like opening the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Oh my God. She just like bloop. It happened so fast. My wife's oh. standing there from the neck down, a person. And from the neck up, a skeleton head. Oh no. Did she ever go oh. to the, it- the doctor to get a checkup from the neck up? What do you mean, Scott? What do you mean? I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, this is... It's all right. I know you're still sensitive about this, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that makes sense why you haven't attempted the Bis bubble again. Yeah. And, I'm, and I didn't know that, so I sincerely, I didn't mean or, to... Or have you attempted bisque bubbles since then? I've thought about it every day since. Mm. And every... <laughs> <laughs> Get a life. For real. Oh. I feel bad. They're so enraptured by the story. I mean, he's a wonderful... Oh, they're inside. Story. Whatever you can say about him, he's a wonderful storyteller. Every time I collect the ingredients for the bisque, and I start putting it together, inevitably I look down in the tureen, and I see my wife's grinning skull looking back at me. Wow. You gotta take that skull out of your tureen. Yeah. I, I appreciate it as a tribute, but you really should not keep it it's in there. It's not her actual skull. Oh, okay. I have a weird guilt vision. Don't you get it? But do you, well, I feel like if this, this is, if your life, oh boy. If your life was a movie... Are you all right? <laughs> if your life was a movie, if we made a movie of your life, which would be a great idea... I, I would actually like to do this. Act three would be you having to cr- finish the bisque yes. successfully and, and in doing so, finding true love again. Yes. First scene is your wife's face melting off. Yeah. That <laughs> just started with a bang. And then you keep flashing back and to it. And you see it back on the bisque. Yes. And on her. Well, because she's dead. It's kind of hard to get psyched about this. I hear you, I hear you. But we could, I bet if we beat this out for another 10, 20 minutes, we, like, we start putting note cards up, we can get this done. We can break the story, yeah. You could play you, yourself. Or you could play your <laughs> wife. Or you could play everybody Eddie Murphy-style clumps. Yeah. Or you could play everybody Eddie Murphy style clumps. Yes. Yeah, don't they, don't they call Wait, it clumping it? it? <laughs> they say you can clump it. You could clump it up. Clump, 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 clump it up. Did you see that movie, The Whale? <laughs> I, that's, One clump? Forget it. That's my point. <laughs> I am waiting for the other clumps to show up. Instead of just a movie about a fat man having a feelings? Weird. 
I thought Eddie Murphy did great in it. No, he's, he's terrific as always. <laughs> well, Big Chunky Good Bubble. Good to see him in yes. whiteface again. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, just, that was just them being like, the clumps technology is being ignored. <laughs> Big Chunky Bubbles, I, I, I did want to uh, bring up uh, your contribution to the book. If what we could... book? Oh, uh, we're, we're here doing a Comedy Bang Bang book. Everyone has comedy one. Comedy Bang Bang book? It's a book. Uh, yeah, it's a book. We actually have something that, that is related to you in the book. Could we bring that up on the screen? Um, what? How dare you? This is a, re- a review from the newspaper of your act? This happened in Montreal. <laughs> Guy Lachance, that hack. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, pardon me, I thought that we had your permission to put it in. No, uh, why would I ever grant permission when this be put in? What? <laughs> it is public domain, though. It's in the newspaper, so I think maybe we contacted them. Oh, so. you're mad at Fred Guinness, though? I think that, and I, 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 I hang it out over my head. I don't think he's mad at Fred Guinness. You're mad at Fred Guinness. I'm mad at Fred Guinness. <laughs> you, you got me going crazy. <laughs> we love Fred Guinness. You are attacking his policies of putting Olympic records into the Guinness Book of World Records. It's a new, mo- a monitor- new wrinkle to big chunky bubbles. <laughs> the monitors here are as bad as Largo. <laughs> Where are they? They are just the speakers pointing out. Right, that's not a <laughs> monitor, son. <laughs> um, now, because we've established it from Adam's piece as well, we're going to count down from 40, and, and we're going to read, gonna the, read whole thing. the whole thing. Well, I, it's I, long. <laughs> <laughs> it's also what? quite brutal against you. It is. Yeah. Very I'm, unfair. Sorry, I, I just, you know, you, you wouldn't write me back when I asked you to write a piece for the book, so I, uh, you know. Did I not have the right email address, or? No, you did. <laughs> Those filters work like a charm. <laughs> Instagram filters? <laughs> oh, email filters. Okay. <laughs> Try it sometime. I will. Are you, are, are you down, uh, Big Chunky Bubbles, are you down to inbox zero? Yes. That's admirable. That's impressive stuff. I pulled it off last year. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> I even replied to all the spams. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just wrote back, not I'd rather, interested. I'd, I'd rather appreciate not, thanks. <laughs> I l- finally realized I should just cut and paste. Please take me off your list. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy with the size of my penis. Are you happy with the size of your penis? I love Let's... it. <laughs> you love it? Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's the quote. Yeah. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy. I, see, if you would just would have written that, I could have put that in the book instead of... I was very suspicious when you asked me to write something for your book. Yeah. Sorry. Because it seemed like a trick and a trap. <laughs> Not a treat or a treasure. <laughs> no, we had a lot of people contribute things to the book. Like and you, who? Well, Brock Lovett. Do you know Brock? The treasure hunter? <laughs> yeah. The, sorry, wet treasure right. hunter. Right. Yeah. One time he found a diamond ring in one of my soups. He said, finders keepers. <laughs> Where did it come from? An old lady threw it in there. <laughs> she told somebody a story of her life and then 
through the diamond ring in a, wow. in a bowl of soup. This guy has old ladies throwing jewelry at him night and day. I would love it so much more if James Cameron was more interested in the depths of soups and stews than our own oceans. Yeah. I read an interesting article the other day about if, if that were real. What it, were? Uh, the diamond? Uh, the throwing the oh. Cour de la Mer into the ocean. Right. Uh, that the insurance, if they found it, the insurance company would have kept it. What are, what? You, what are you reading? What are you reading? Insurance? What? Insurance You had the gall magazine? to call this an interesting article? I read an interesting you article. You ought to be tried at the Hague. <laughs> this is a war crime, like 9-11. Yeah, no shit, guys. False flag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, where did you read that? Like, what honest to God are you reading? Like, it was it was germane to uh, the interests of Brock Lovett and oh, myself. Germane. germane. Was it your Majesty to it as well? <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> Black it out. It's not getting better. So the insurance, what happened if the Bas insurance? Basically, what they were positing is that if, <laughs> if Brock Lovett were to retrieve the Cour de la Mer, right. Billy Wait, Zane's character would have, read, shut the fuck up. You read an article about Brock Lovett? Yes. Got it. That Billy, whatever Billy Zane's character's name was. Cal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you a big Titanic fan? Love it. I dare you not to cry. He would have insured the diamond because it was worth so much. Sure. So his heirs, he drowned on the boat, didn't he? Or did he get off? No, he was a coward. He was a coward. Okay. He so took someone's baby to escape. He ate someone's baby to escape? Yeah, he ate someone's baby to escape. <laughs> took and ate don't even sound alike. That's in the deleted scenes. <laughs> So he got off, he would have filed an insurance claim for the... What are you doing? For the, for the Corps de la Mer. So when it was found, it would be the property of the insurance company, not of Brock Lovett. But it wasn't Brock Lovett's property anyway, it was Rose's property. Because Cal gave it to her as a gift. But Did if, she declare it for tax purposes? That's the other thing. Well, that's... That's paragraph eight. <laughs> anyway, if he were here, I would tell him all about it. But, but do we know that he wanted it for his own personal gain, or did he just want to find shit from the Titanic? Was he like one of those it belongs in a museum types? No, I think he Maybe. Just, I don't remember. What types, what types are those? <laughs> you know, like, not to bring up a movie that will trigger something for you, but Indiana Jones with the melting faces. I was trying not to say it. God, you know big chunky bubbles, you're crying. <laughs> I'm weeping. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Petey. Oh, but by the way, that's, your name is... Do you feel like if you... Sorry. Sorry, your name... No, sorry. For those of you who don't know, I called you Petey because... That's right. My given name is not Big Chunky Bubbles. Big surprise. It's my stage name. My real name is Petey Amin. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. 
I gotta read the wiki. <laughs> Sorry, so what were you gonna ask? I was gonna ask, do you feel, because you just, I mean, we're here with you tonight, you seem truly still so heartbroken at the loss of your wife. Do you feel like if you could accomplish the bisque bubble, it would give you closure? Yeah. Is there moving on from this? That's a pretty big question. Uh, uh, Scott asked me to come out here to ask the big questions. Yeah. He said, I'm going to ask the little dumb questions. I'm a coward. If you could focus on big, interesting questions. I know that my wife would want me to be able to do the best bubble. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Petey. What was was her name? I don't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Let's... That can happen when a a woman's face melts away. Exactly. There are no distinguishing features left. I haven't talked about this in a while. It's so hard. You start to forget about those people that you've lost, including their names. Yeah. Does anybody remember? No. Okay. You don't know Alexander Graham Bell? (laughs) Yeah. He, he, he thought you were talking about Alexander Graham Bell earlier. Uh, he, he got that confused. I don't need the explanation. Okay. <laughs> I better name was something. I like want Marjorie. that for you. I want for you to find closure in this world so that you can move forward and have happiness yeah. again. Find wow. true love. Thanks, it, weird it, stranger. <laughs> also, your children need a stepmother. You know, your wonderful children. Uh, Robbie, Bobby, and Tag. <laughs> Names you remember immediately. <laughs> They're still alive and around me all the time. <laughs> their you, faces still are right where they're supposed to be. You seem to not like them. You seem to not like they're them. They're not my favorite. Okay, they're, maybe they're, start working on the bisque bubble again. <laughs> oh, Jason. You're more upset at that than the 9-11 stuff? <laughs> this crowd is... Unbelievably weird. Go ahead. Were you like this before your wife passed away, or? Unhappy to be on this show? No, it hadn't happened yet. Because we've only known you in the shadow of such an incredible tragedy, and you're such an incredibly awful person to be around. I'm just wondering if you were different before then, if she added some... You know what, bro? I'll grant you that. I'm not the most pleasant fellow. And yes, there was a time when I smiled and laughed. I was quick with a joker to light up your smoke. Would you make tonics and gin? Yeah. I remember one time going to this bar... And it was Saturday. It was a pretty good crowd for a Saturday. For five o'clock, were you there midday? Is that or wait? You think midday is five o'clock? <laughs> what are you a vampire? <laughs> I, you know, when I have a drink, it's midday somewhere. To answer your question, yes, I was a more fun guy before. Well, I hope you get back there. I, maybe we could set you up with one of the guests on the show sometime. I don't know. I mean, to discover weird. that joy again, to yeah. feel as the, well, do you feel like the bu- making of the bubbles now remind? It's got to remind you of that tragedy. Oh, it does. You know, uh, to, 
to have a family like Adam does and like I do and, well. <laughs> Someone, oh, he's no. married to show business. <laughs> I do have a family, by the way, of those three miserable kings. <laughs> but I will confess, I've been, I've been perusing the apps. <laughs> really? Are you on... Are you on Bubble? I'm on Raya. <laughs> oh, yeah? I almost Whoa. went on Bumble because it was so close. <laughs> and, you know, it's a lot of swiping this way and that. Sometimes sure. all I can see is just a skull. <laughs> Would that be attractive to you if, so, if there was just... When you... I, I'm, I, my question is, when you see a beautiful woman's face, are you picturing the skull beneath it? Yeah. The wonderful cheekbones. that's what I just said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean literally there's skulls on Raya. Yeah. I didn't know. But would that, Maybe. Would that turn you on if you saw someone who Ew. was like the Red Skull, but... The Red yeah. Skull, the Marvel villain? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, not... I know what a skull looks like. You don't have to bring comic books into it for me to understand. Mm. But no, it wouldn't. I liked my wife when she had a face. <laughs> but I love her always. Whatever her name was. <laughs> a big chunky bubbles, everyone. <laughs> Can you stick around, BCB? Yeah. <laughs> Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Some people like to deep clean every Saturday morning. I prefer to spend a few minutes every day keeping things fresh with Lysol. Lysol's toilet bowl cleaner disinfects both the toilet brush and bowl for two-in-one disinfection, killing 99.9% of viruses and bacteria. <sighs> Don't just clean. Lysol clean. Well, we have a wonderful guest right now. He, uh, uh, Adam, you and I have uh, several podcasts about music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've covered U uh, two. U two. Yes, yes. REM. Sauces. The band Sauces. Are we doing a short form improv show? Yes. We're hoping to go off Broadway with it for the next season. That's right. This is a little preview. Cherry Lane. Get to the Cherry Lane. Uh, but uh, there, there's one band that we haven't covered. That's right. Uh, and that is, of course, the, uh, the Fab Four. Yeah. And uh, please welcome to the stage John Lennon. 
Wow. They're sitting up. They're standing up, I should say. Amazing. Jason is giving you a standing and walking out of the room ovation. (laughs) That makes sense. John, so good to have you here. Oh my God, it's so great to be be here in Brooklyn. How about that? You know, I came all the way from Manhattan. It's great to... Oh, thank you. Okay. Usually you... Thank you so much. I, don't, I haven't been on stage in a long time. This is Big yeah. Chunky Bubbles. He's an entertainer as well. I saw him backstage. It's a pleasure to see you. Moving around and doing bubble stuff. I was How moving long? around and doing bubble stuff. You were doing bubble stuff backstage? Yeah. You've never done it on stage. Why would I? He put, he put me in a bubble. He, you know, he did the thing, and I'm sitting there in a big stew bubble, did you say it, it was? It was a big stew bubble. Very exciting back there, and now I'm out here. But I was gonna say, you know, it's so great to be in Brooklyn with all the, look at the hipsters out here. Drinking coffee. You know, hipster, you can always tell a hipster because they're drinking coffee after 6 p.m. I, you know, of course don't see any right now, but you've got crazy haircuts out there. Look at these people. Wait, you're, you're one of the people with the original crazy haircut, the mop top itself. That's right, that's right. Because we were all so thin back then, you know. Mm. So we had mop bodies at first. <laughs> and uh, it was... Uh, so they would, they would uh, call you in the press, they would call you the four mop bodies? Right. The four sticks, you know. Mm. And I'd say, Ringo, I think they're talking to you, because he would use drumsticks. He, he had, played the drums in the right, back he had of the two whole of band. Them. He was behind us. Right. So I didn't see him. I, I like him the most, but I, didn't, I saw him the least. Did, so, so you thought they were referring to his two sticks, but they were seeing double, or? I No, I, I thought they were talking about his two sticks and the backups. Because hey, he always kept a backup. Oh, when God. you were playing live shows, how often would you turn around and look at Ringo? <laughs> Very seldomly, only to be, what song are we playing next? Oh, Ringo. Oh Was God, he the Ringo guy who, who had the order of the songs? He had it all written down on his one drum. If you go back and look at videos of him playing film, he would. <laughs> he, you'd always notice he'd never hit the floor, Tom, because that's where the, the set list was taped. You'd always he would always cons- consider it. Yeah, yeah, right. And then decide not to. Throw us all off. And all oh, right, he doesn't want to hit that one drum. We should add a drum to the second floor, Tom, so we can put that on. Or, or maybe put the set list, you know, on the floor in front of you guys instead of... Could be. Could have been. Where were you? <laughs> we need, we need I don't think I was on this earth yet, but... Uh... You're still in your dad's balls. John, have you started working blue? <laughs> I'm doing stand-up now. I'm doing lots of stand-up. You are? I would love to see some. A lot of crowd work stand-up. I'll do it for you. I'm seeing if Yeah, this is I'd love to see. Who would like Can to see John Lennon do stand-up? Can we get a spotlight? Can we get a spotlight on John at here? Can we get a spotlight? I don't think you're on There's anymore. There's no spotlight, and my mic's not on. Yeah, I'm going to keep talking, though. Oh, here we are. Here we is there, is there a spotlight? Now. No, okay, okay. Okay. Well. They can make the, the lights very bright. <laughs> <laughs> on Broadway. Scott, you'd fit in perfectly in this town. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said something about Broadway. Okay, I'll do some of my crowd work. Uh, what, do you, what do you think you're some... You, you fuckface. What do you think you're so great? <laughs> you think you're so special. I'm John fucking Lennon. I could have you thrown into a dumpster. What are you laughing at? You so, You're all... Get him out of here. I don't want any of these people in here. 
Wouldn't that be something if we just had this conversation by ourselves? <laughs> Here still. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what, stand might, up? I might steal a couple lines from you. <laughs> oh, that would be an amazing double bill. John Lennon opened by Big Chunky Bubbles. <laughs> we don't know the order yet. <laughs> that sentence. For, by the way, Adam, I don't know if you know this, but John Lennon, you're a big music fan. Yeah, but yeah, This yeah. hasn't made it to Rolling Stone or anything like that. But uh, John was dead. How did you die again? Was shot in the body. <laughs> Directly in the body. I bled oh, everywhere. No, you were killed. You were killed murdered? On sight. Yes, right. I was coming out of my home, which I live in now still, the Dakota. <laughs> All right, I don't think I have any neighbors here. It's all hipsters, you know. You were coming out, and, and a man by the name of uh, Mark. Mark Summers. No. Got his Mark, hands on a gun. That, that's a different guy. He was the host of Double Dare. Right. I, th I think. You, you, I get those confused because I've always wanted, wanted to be on Double Dare and I always wanted to not die. Right. I remember those were my one, the two <laughs> things Got I him wanted. transposed, like. yeah. Also. His name is Summers, and you died in the winter in December, of course. Right. Oh, man. Thanks. Well, it, a happy ending because... Came back to life. Came out yeah, of the ground. How, so how did that work? How did you I was in, I was in there for four years in a casket in the ground, and you get very bored in there, and I remember I, I had a book. I can't even remember the name of the book now. And I read it, and it was boring, and I said, I don't like this anymore. Got out. I'm walking around, I'm doing everything I used to do, but I don't tell Yoko that I'm alive. Please don't tell Yoko I'm alive because I'm borrowing one of her berets and I don't want to give it back. I'm still married, I think. But that's the only reason you don't want her to know because you're borrowing. Pretty much, and you know, I'm having a fun time being out without, without her. Yeah, it's so strange she hasn't run into you yet. It's, it's... We run in very different circles. In Manhattan. I'm doing You're still you know, at the Dakota. Still at the Dakota. She actually might have an apartment in there. <laughs> I, I see someone who looks exactly like her from behind and in the front, too, but I'm, all, you know, I'm always wearing <laughs> the big nose and mustache and big glasses, and the hat, trench coat, bubble coat over the trench coat, shoes too big. <laughs> What else? And an extra watch, which I'd only usually around her would only wear one watch. And oh. if she looks at my wrist, oh, two watches, okay. Never met this man, don't know him at all. Although he knows my f name. <laughs> so you address her sometimes. Right. Hello, Yoko, how's your day been? How are our children? <laughs> Do you disguise your voice at all? I try to, I try. Let's hear it. <clears throat> I do a lot of that too. Hello, Yoko. <laughs> How you doing, mate? How are our children? Oh, so that, you, that you, say, look like you say me? how are our children say, to how her? How are our children? Does one still look like me almost exactly? She said, oh, kind of, but he doesn't wear two watches. So, got away with another one, I How say. many, just out of curiosity, sure. how many children do you think you have with Yoko? <laughs> and... and <laughs> Well, I'm she. A, I'm asking as a fan. Sure. She, well, I got the. I had two wives. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. Do you need to check the wiki? I don't. 
I think between us we had, I want to say, three kids. You My sure? birthday is October 8th. <laughs> take, take the win. Take the win. Out of curiosity, and forgive me if this has been covered before, but John, have you seen the movie yesterday? I've, been, I've heard about it. This very interesting. It it really. No, no, by the way, he he means the the movie called yesterday. He's not asking if you saw a movie yesterday. Oh, then I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm so glad I you clarified. I just got HBO Max. Is anyone a uh, Max Easter? <laughs> what? What is he talking about? He comes out here half drunk. <laughs> no, I'm not drunk. Well, there. You were saying. There's a, there's a movie, I think they're covering it on Blank Check next week, a podcast where uh, the fans will really let you know if they don't like you. Um, <laughs> or if they do. <laughs> and uh, That's nice, too. I th- but, you know, there are nice people on the internet, too. We forget about them. Mm. Um, but uh, it, it's a Danny Boyle film uh, okay. that, that uh, is a movie about suddenly everyone in the world except for like three people forget who the Beatles are. Right. right. And, and, and I do- will say this in spoilers for the movie, you are still alive in the movie. I've heard of this. In the, and I, in the and timeline, it. yeah. And yeah. Somebody playing me shows up. You're an old you're an Wait, older it, man. Wait, it wasn't you, was it? No, I didn't. I'm not an actor. But the, when I got my glasses, I was. Just in that one wall movie, and I got those glasses. That's the other fact a lot of people know about me. Well, you were also in Help. You were sure, in... But I, those, were, those were glorified music videos. Mm. But what do you think about that supposition that if the Beatles never existed, you would still be... I mean, you are alive, obviously. But... I'd be alive, right? And would I have all the money? No, I think he was pretty broke. Broke? And I would like that. I'd like to be more of a Beatle guy who has all the money and fame. <laughs> you like where you're at right now. I like where I'm at because I'm alive. I can do anything I want, and uh, people don't bother me, and um, I can play music if I want, or I don't want to. And you've never... Uh, you, I, I keep beseeching you to come bring your guitar and play some songs. The damn thing. Well, you know where it is. It's Ringo's got it. He's still, tra- he's still telling me he's going to sign up for guitar lessons. So you guys are in touch? Oh, every day. Oh, That's wow. why I was watching movies with yesterday. Oh, wow. What do you guys watch? What kind of movies do you... Are Ringo... I mean, that's... Wow, isn't that interesting? To think about John Lennon and Ringo Starr sitting together watching a movie. What are you guys up to? Like, what are you, what are you watching? Well, we're mostly dishing uh, of whoever we see on TV. But these days, we're watching... We're getting into the Batman series. <laughs> Uh, the Christopher, Christopher Nolan, Nolan? Christopher yeah. Nolan Batman. Mm. Uh, and then we're going to watch the, the one with Paul Dano. <laughs> you, you're a big Paul Dano fan. Love Paul Dano. Uh, I absolutely love everything he's been in. From uh, The Girl Next Door uh-huh. all the way up to uh, There Will Be Blood. And then the movie I just mentioned, Batman. <laughs> so you skip over from There Will Be Blood to the Batman movie he was in. Right. And I, I saw some of the Fablemans. Sure. Some. Some, Some of them. I had it. Well, here's what happened. I put it in a DVD player that I got at Best Buy. It was a $20 DVD player. Because I only have a few DVDs I want to see, you know. So I don't need to buy a, an expensive one. Anyway. Well, you know, a, a, 
Because it's mostly it's streaming. It seems like this side of the room doesn't understand it's mostly streaming. They're, honest to God, this side of the room are assholes. Don't, yeah, even, don't even deal with them. I'm not even going to bring up Blu-rays. Heads will blow up. Well, $20 DVD player. Put the Fableman's DVD. I watched about half of it and it stopped. Completely stopped. The Skip. movie stopped. Movie stopped. Image jerked off to the side and... It jerked it, off? All right. It just, all it just went... Right. The image jerked off I knew to what the I said side? It. I knew it. This is about by a the way, young I'd boy. Like, by the way, I would love to watch that version of the movie. And yeah, I couldn't watch any more of it. But what I saw, I didn't, I didn't really find too engaging. Did you try, like, taking it out and rubbing it on your pants and then putting it back in? <laughs> That's what I, I don't have do. time to tell you about the, the amount of surfaces I rubbed it on. We rubbed it on everything to try to get it clean. You think we didn't try that? Did you try blowing in the, in the DVD player inside? Oh, shit. <laughs> we were unplugging the plug, blowing all over the plug and putting that back in. Because Ringo said, I read this article about how plugs get dusty now, and that's a big thing. I said, okay, you're, the, you're doing the one read. You're reading around here. I'm not. Wow, fascinating article. Did you catch that one, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> I read the headline. Pretty much and when you guys, when that. you and Ringo are together, you never think to, it's never inspiring to come up with new music or, yeah. or nothing, nothing, nothing creative starts happening. I'll sit down at the piano and then we'll, we'll invariably get into the most of Weird Al's catalog. <laughs> so you just start playing something and then it just like, oh no, Weird Al. Right, we know this one, it's Eat It, it will go into that. Because we're usually right. trying to replicate. Have you guys ever <laughs> thought about doing a Weird Al cover band? That would be fun. <laughs> who would go to, well, who would really want to go see John Lennon and Ringo doing Weird Al covers? Probably By the no, way, no, that would millions be of anyone. people. So, like, literally everybody <laughs> in the world. That and, would at be At least incredible. once. God. I got a pitch. What if instead of a Weird Al cover band, you become a Weird Al parody band and you parody the songs that Weird Al's already parodied? So now or we, you parody the Weird Al parodies? Like, a, like you mean like continuing it? Yeah, what he like said. Exactly okay. what I said. That's what he said. I'm so asking for clarification. I'm glad the sound is finally no, no. traveling what down to you. What he said, but me. Right. <laughs> Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. What he did, but I say it. Oh, but also what, louder. What, what he said, but, but moments ago? Yes. That? Okay. I'm glad even though there's no women on the show, we can still fit that behavior in. <laughs> so y'all saying, take the songs and make them sillier or go back to the originals? No, just equally as silly. No, make what? them sad. <laughs> oh, sad songs. Okay. Make it, take a sad song. Right. And make it sadder. And make it sadder. Yeah. I recognize that lyric from something. It's, it's one of your songs. One of actually. the greats. One of our no, great songs. Paul, Paul yeah, what about or a, John? The Beatles. It's a Beatles song, sure. John, what about uh, Paul? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fight. 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 Fuck. Fuck. Don't do it. What were you saying? He was saying fight. You were saying. Uh, Sorry, the Adam. same sometimes. Adam, we were interrupting you. What did, what did you want to say? No, I, I wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted to know, uh, John, what about uh, Paul? Paul, we're talking about Ringo. What about Paul McCartney? He's still with us. He's still with us. He's great, but he's touring. You know, he's always so busy touring. 
But does he know you're but alive? He yeah. knows, yeah. I go in and I, I help him, you know, run some of the songs, rehearse the songs for tour, and uh, get him ready, because he's such a nervous guy, you know. He's like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Are they going to go out there, they're going to throw popcorn at me? I say, you know, Paul, not to lie. First of all, the stadiums he plays in are humongous. To get a piece of popcorn anywhere is difficult anyway. So he's nervous, and I get him calmed down. We run the songs, Ringo and I and him, and uh, George Harrison's son come by. We re- re- do all the songs. The Wings songs, the Beatles songs, anything he wants to do. This is, I mean, people would pay to see this. Don't trust me, I know. They've told me, and I said, I'm not going out on the road again. Why, are you afraid of the popcorn? <laughs> right, because they sell popcorn outside of movie theaters and stadiums. So it's everywhere now, they can get you anywhere. No, but for, for real though, for real. For real, I'm just joking about it, but for real. <laughs> I don't want to travel with those two because the, those two get together and they prank me. This is, okay, so this is the real, is this why the Beatles broke up? We've never heard these More stories. More or less. I, there's only so many times I could walk into a doorway and have a bucket drop on my head filled with water or worse. I, I, I read that the, you know... Whoa, 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 the, what, the, what's worse? Can I just interject? No, no, please go ahead, yeah. Are we talking... Jism? No. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> that no, wasn't no, worth it. no. Not no, worth no, it, Bucket. No. I mean, a whole tour. No. Well, right, you run out of ideas, and then... You no, just you're saving it up. The, huh? Oh. <laughs> uh, no, you not, guys, Those guys are like the jackass of music. They're constantly just pranking yeah. each other. Bingo. Hi, my name's Paul McCartney, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Was that a good liver Pudlian accent? The best. <laughs> hey, I just listen to you, and I <laughs> do it exactly the way you would do it. From the guy... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, right, the, I didn't want to do the, the pranking anymore. Yeah. And, uh, That's understandable. It's, yeah. hard, it's hard to be... You know, you, you go to bed and find a, a cockroach in it. Wait, are you sure they did that, or were you just in a nasty hotel? <laughs> Who's to say? But it was all around the same time of the pranking, so it felt like it was all at me. The bad energy, it was a lot of bad energy. <laughs> so well, you, you found one cockroach in your bed one night. Right. And you quit the Beatles. <laughs> When you say it right, when you say it like that, you're right. I mean, can you, exactly even right. Be sh- can you even be sure they put it there, really? No, you can't be. You can't Did be. you ever ask them, hey... I was always shy around them. Because <laughs> you don't want to say the wrong thing or they'll throw it in your face. <laughs> this all might have been just an enormous misunderstanding. I know. Looking at it now, all these years past... Uh, I can't help but feel foolish for not speaking up. And that's something sort of we're all working on these days, right, folks? When we're, when we're in therapy or with our loved ones, the, it, things are a lot easier when you communicate. <laughs> I like that you keep trying to engage the people that are behind oh, you. I feel so bad. Versus I'm like, fuck these assholes. Oh, my God. Can, can we talk about what you wrote for the book uh, briefly? Let's bring it up on the stage. You, uh, you were kind enough to send us uh, something that, that you wrote. Uh, right. you, you wrote a track-by-track review of the Beatles record one. one of my, my absolute favorite Beatles, Beatles album. Yeah. 
It's that, got it the was, hits. Well, it, it was it was a best of. Best of number well number one's not just best of the best of. <laughs> so you you graded all of the tracks. Graded all the tracks. A lot of them got A's. Uh, <laughs> B plus. Somebody did some uh, drawings there. I don't know who did that, but... uh, Oh, those weren't you? I assume that was you doodling. Oh, no, I mean, I did doodles and then sent them in and say, do something like this. And they did... Then they did a worse version of my doodles. And and you were like, oh, no, I meant for you to do a better version. Right, do a better version. And then I think a lot of email exchanges, and I think the last one was just, well, you fucking deal with it. Uh, and then to, that was to me. So then I had to go out and hire somebody on my own with my own money. I had somebody, really great street artist, you know, tagging is what the, he was tagging everything. It was tagged me. I was walking by him. And I said, you know, I jumped, I leapt out of the way because anytime you hear a hissing noise from the spray can, I, I hate snakes, you know, so I jumped away. You famously are known for Absolutely hating snakes. Absolutely hate them. There were a lot of your songs were about your hatred of snakes. It's one right? of the things everybody Bingo. knows about you, that yeah. you have three children, right. that your birthday is October 9th, I th- 8th. I say 8th. Yep, sorry. <laughs> you might eight. be right, I was guessing. And, uh, that and you, that you are hate t- snakes. Hate snakes. Can't stand them. So, ooh. <laughs> it's because of the no legs, you know. You hate, because I don't mind lizards. Yeah. How do you feel about spiders? They're full of legs. Yeah, well, they've got quite a few legs, but I don't like how light they are. I don't like, you know, I don't like them at all. I said, well, I'm with you, yeah. Bubbles. Chunky Bubbles? Big Chunky Bubbles. <laughs> I know. Big Chunky. I forgot the big part. <laughs> what, wasn't... Uh... Wasn't the song Imagine about snakes originally? You know how, like, yesterday was about scrambled eggs originally? Right. Well, imagine all the people fit better than imagine all the snakes. And we added an extra, but, yeah, imagine all the snakes slithering around, crawling into your shoes, crawling into your coat pockets, getting, uh, it, it, was a, it was a Christmas song, getting into the presents, and <laughs> looping, looping the presents with their tail and scooting them out of the room. <laughs> Opening them and slithering up to your bed and saying, you got a Lego set. <laughs> so ruining Christmas for you. So in, in that rendition, the snakes speak and everybody understands, like everybody speaks parcel tongue or something. <laughs> Yeah. It was like that to me. Where, is that the case? Because I feel like watching the Peter uh, Jackson documentary, it seemed like the raw materials for a lot of those uh, songs had to do with all sorts of stuff. Like, were most of the hits we know snake-based. Right. He, he jumped in. Uh, uh, he started, well, not him, but whoever shot that documentary. Uh, that, the guy who wanted you to perform in Egypt or whatever it was. <laughs> whatever his name was. That motherfucker. Michael something. Egypt, anyway. though. Egypt, you know, a lot of snakes. Bingo. <laughs> they worship them. Yeah. Remember when Indiana Jones, yep. sorry, yeah. opened up the tomb and... Oh, my God. Petey is crying again. Oh, I, I, I just, you know... I let it go when you mentioned Danny Boyle. <laughs> Oh, 
incredible. I can't believe I got that joke in. <laughs> did you miss it and have been waiting all this it. time? I did miss it. And that's, a, that's a great I one. I kept on thinking about uh. it. <laughs> okay, now you can relax. <laughs> <laughs> but Indy opens the tomb and it's full of snakes. Right. So many snakes yeah. in Egypt. Yeah, that's a, that's a big walkout moment for me. You saw it in theaters? Yep. Anytime it comes out, anytime it's printed, <laughs> they show it in theaters, I go see it. Yeah. Wait, Indiana, uh, the Indiana first Jones. Indiana Jones? Because it came yeah. out in the four years that you were dead. Right. So I see it when they do, yeah, when they show it now. And then you walk out every time. I walk out every time <laughs> the snakes come. And I don't see yeah. the end of it. I don't know how it ends. And honestly, I don't really know how it begins because I'm always so late to going to the movies. So I'm there for 20 minutes. So if you wouldn't mind, just for a brief moment, can you tell us what you think the plot of Indiana Jones is? Sure. Which one is this again? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark, sure. He's got, well, you've got the, you've got a hat. You've got a hat, right? And that's where you start. It's about a hat. It's about a hat. And what's under the hat is so important, which I think is really the lesson of that movie because we all sort of wear our own hats, but what's under it is the courage and determination to sort of um, teach at a school. So you, you walk in when he's teaching at the so school. So for, yeah, okay. right. for you, it's a college movie. Right. And I walk into that scene, I go, where's his hat? Because I saw the poster, he's got the hat on. So eventually he puts it on and he's zipping around with his whip and... Uh, I'm sure there's a car in there and he throws somebody into a propeller. Of a, uh, oh, actually, so you have seen quite a bit. Seen quite a bit. I walk out and in. I'm all over the place. Uh, then I want to say that. Uh, then I want to say the credits roll at a very inopportune time. It's the end of the movie, right? Well, for me, you know, inopportune because I wanted to see the 20 minutes I missed. Maybe if I ask if they maybe just loop it back, just keep it on a loop, and then I can watch it and then leave when. Yeah. But the, the, so the, in that instance, the credits would be in the middle of the movie. Right. <laughs> Avant God. It would be an interesting way of doing that. <laughs> I think. So the, in other words, the post-credit scene for the movie would be 20 more minutes of movie. Right. Yes. Exactly. You, you must really love what the Marvel movies are doing with the post-credit scenes. I absolutely love the Marvel movies. Yeah. I'm there at day one on each one of them. Have you ever thought maybe you should be in a... I mean, Adam's going to be in a Marvel movie. Is that so? He's in Madam Web. Ooh. Yeah. There are no snakes in that movie, so you can, you can come see A lot see of spiders, it. though. But spiders. There are spiders. That's fine. But, yeah, but you will not want to see this movie. because Why? Not it's not good? <laughs> no, well... <laughs> thanks for the heads up. <laughs> thanks, Adam. Not. So uh, that's a good pull quote. <laughs> Put it on the back of the book. What does that's Madam right. Webb do? What's her deal? I don't know. <laughs> but but there, are, there are spiders. But we should and continue boom. to dig in on it, right? And ask you a bunch oh, of very yeah, yeah, specific yeah, yeah, yeah. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But w w what an incredible casting coup that would be Got to get me in the... To get you in a Marvel movie. Oh, my God, I would have a dream come true. I, I think, would love I think, to be an Ant-Man. Yeah. Ant-Man. Ant-Man, Quantum Realm. What, uh, why would you want to be in that one? Just get small, get big. That's, I mean, that's really... It says it all. That's, it says it all. I mean, you look around this room, if we could read the minds of people in here, you'd, every one of them, yeah, my superpower, what is getting small and getting big? That's it. What else is there? 
flying around. You can do that when you're big, apparently. Sometimes. He's got a suit. <laughs> Wait, have the suit for it. Who's big that flies around? I think he's more of a... No, I, I misspoke. I think he's so big he just steps to like oh, the next oh, yeah, country yeah, yeah. type of thing. Yeah. That's better than flying, right? Just walking around? <laughs> walking around the earth. <laughs> it's sort of the flying of the land. That's a good one. <laughs> Being a giant? Just walking. Walking as a giant is the flying of the land. Or you saying walking, period? Walking, the period. Of the land. <laughs> yep. What about cars? Shit. <laughs> All right, John Lennon, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. It's incredible that John Lennon's here. I'm still... I get I'm getting uh, some, uh, some late-breaking news from uh, uh, Engineer Brett, who's backstage. Uh, everyone, give a hand to Engineer Brett. All right, Brett. Types of chowder. <laughs> New England's clam, Manhattan clam, right. corn. We've right. mentioned those. Potato. That's right. Potato chowder. Fish. Yeah. Shrimp. Yeah. I just want to say, looking over your shoulder, I am shocked at how many more there are. <laughs> I tried to tell you. Why didn't you list any of these before? Because I wanted Scott to suffer. And also it gives Brett something to do. Yeah. Cream. Cream chowder? I'd rather not, thank you. <laughs> Tonight when you guys are making love to each other, please say, give me your cream chowder. I love that you imagine any of these people are gonna go yeah. home and fuck after this. Are you kidding? After this show, they're going to be all horned up. I think this crowd's going to set a record for breakups. <laughs> Why did you drag me to that? I, I told you I wasn't going to like it, and I didn't like it. <laughs> now we Why have... didn't you bring your brother? <laughs> now we have chicken corn. Chicken corn? That's chicken in the corn? Chicken in the corn. <laughs> so, the, so the corn can? Chicken in the corn guy. To the corn can. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Yeah. Anyway, a lot, a lot of variants of uh, lobster and corn. You, I mean, that's just corn. Yeah. So now, lobster, it, now it's just mix and match? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Why would it stop at clam? <laughs> Why not, like, any other kind of uh, shellfish kind of scenario? Well, I'm saying, why would they make a clam chowder and then say, that's it for chowders? Oh, yeah. What is a chowder? It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> You know how disgusting soup is? <laughs> Why do you do it? <laughs> what if it was... Because, because the bubbles are beautiful when they glisten in the light. But you hate children, you hate soup. Yeah. <laughs> but what if bubbles. it was... What if soup was thick, viscous, and full of clams? And if you left it too long, developed a film on top. Yum. That's good bubbles. <laughs> I don't eat the bubbles, genius. Why not? Why not as a bubble? Like, why not use bubbles to feed people? You're never tempted what? to eat the bubbles? How? Uh, which stupid question do I take first? <laughs> How many do you have time for? <laughs> I got time for two more. <laughs> take him, then me. 
I think feeding people with bubbles is like a slap in the face to someone who is hungry. It's like giving someone a slice of Swiss cheese, you know? How? It's like, just give me the whole thing, you know? Give no, the whole it, that is the whole Swiss thing. Cheese. The no, thing is the give whole. Me the whole block Are you hungry? Here's a block of cheese. <laughs> Hello. Make it last. I won't be back here for another year. <laughs> is this someone in witness protection? Or <laughs> Wait, what? I won't, I won't be so back for another year. In that scenario, he's the federal agent checking yeah, in on? That's what I assumed. Wow. That was, that you was quickly, quite a leap. You Talk so about qu- the flying of the land. <laughs> you, bi- you built that narrative so quickly. It's so fast. Which is a lot of backstory. I, I was really well, who's, the, who's the only person that gives someone food for a year? A federal agent who's checking in on someone in witness protection who's incapable of getting food for themselves? Uh, maybe an Instacart delivery person right before it's about to start snowing? I don't know. It's a long storm you're looking well, at. Well, that, that's on the person who ordered it from Instacart. They <laughs> only ordered a block of cheese and that was it? Can you, order a block? Can you order a block of cheese on Instacart? That would be Let's try. a big wheel. We should, do, we should try to get one delivered here tonight. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> I we'll know, wait. I don't know how to make that come true, but I would love it. Just a big block of cheese. Maybe, right your, <laughs> maybe your chowder researcher could get on it. <laughs> Uh, you know that at like a 1.30 a.m. there's going to be a, a poor guy out front being like, I got a wheel of cheese here, and the place is like fully closed. <laughs> 1.30 a.m.? Sir, we just ended 30 minutes ago. Where were you? <laughs> Are you trying to get us to rush it along? John? I thought it'd be funny to think of time in a different way. Okay. Not unlike the quantum realm, if you, can, if you really think about it. Mm. Well, you know, speaking of movies, we have another oh, guest. Good, good. And this is, this is someone who has not been on the show before. Oh, someone who did not contribute to the book, but I heard he was in town. And this is, uh, I don't know what they do in movies, but I'm guessing by his name, he has something to do with movies. Please welcome to the show, Silver Screen Sammy. <laughs> Hello, Scott. Thank you so much for being a fan of my work. Hello. Thank Silver you Screen so Sammy. So nice to meet you. Thank you so much. I'm Silver <laughs> Screen Sammy. That's three S's. And I'm, of course, a KKKK. What's that? Katona's cutest cinema critic. <laughs> Katona, New York. Oh, cutest cinema critic in Katona. Sight to be here on stage yeah. with such luminaries of the industry. Of course, uh, the dragonfly from Doolittle. Of course. Of course. Of course, James the dragonfly, my number one James role. James the dragonfly from Doolittle. Of course. You're Rider not, not going to have a lot to choose Rider from. Writer on Shark Tale. Okay. I chose Adam Scott. I went through your IMDb. Wouldn't know any of your work. <laughs> Did a thorough search. It would all be right above my head. And, uh, of course, Chunky Bubbles, famed children's entertainer. Love his work. Big Chunky Bubbles. Well, of course, I'm sorry. John Lennon, Yellow Submarine. Sure. <laughs> Voice. One of my absolute Yo. favorite vehicles. Like Out it. of curiosity. Yeah, ask away. How old are you? 
eight. <laughs> okay. Katonis that helps. Cutis that helps, that helps me. Yeah. Critic, don't know Adam Scott's work. <laughs> you look nice, though. Thank you so much. No, Are I you... meant him. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you so much for responding to my PR lady's emails. Been looking for more gigs, trying to get on stage. Mostly on the small screen is where I work. Right. You. Uh, so, what do you actually do? The you, tube. Well, yeah. You. Course. You keep miming the size of the. Because uh, this is the size of the screen when I'm Katona's cutest cinema critic. <laughs> you. You. I, I guess I didn't realize yeah. that you were an eight-year-old uh, film critic. News Twelve Westchester doing the movie reviews. Of course, it's a bit of a family business, a legacy mm. business. My father was a triple S as well. By the way, don't say those three S's together, otherwise uh, John here will think it's a snake. <laughs> My father was a... <laughs> <laughs> Were you sleeping? I was asleep. <laughs> My father, of course, Stormy Spring Sammy, local weatherman, Westchester News. He was a weatherman, oh, okay. Yes. A weatherman named Stormy. St- well, no, his name's Sammy, but Stormy Springs is the name. Gotta have a gimmick. <laughs> Gotta have a gimmick. So you, you talk about movies, do you, you sort of like that, that show Blank Check. Have you ever heard that? No, no, I only no? care about the TV. That's legitimate. Oh, I see. Although I heard their fans are <laughs> rabid on Reddit. <laughs> Weird axes to grind. <laughs> Somehow forget all the context of the guests and anything they've done previously in their career. It's the kind of show that you listen to if you like hearing people eat on mic. That's what I've heard, and I think no. For, oh, if you, especially if you like hearing people decide what they're going to eat on mic, and then half an hour later they eat the whole thing. Once again, I've never listened, but I hear that some people like it. <laughs> I can't imagine that's true. But I'm serious about the TV, and I, TV. I feel a cultural responsibility because these days people aren't that media literate. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've actually found the opposite to be true. Like now, At the end of the day, it's all about story. Movies need a great story. And kids these days, they love their Mario movie, but they don't know anything about film history. So I feel responsibility to get on the tube right there and tell them about some of the classics that they don't know about. Like, like what? Like Sing 2 and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. You gotta go back into the archives and watch the classics. Yeah. You're, you're an eight-year-old boy. Yep. What, what was the first movie or television show you ever... Sing 2, followed by Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Have you seen Puss in Boots, the first movie? I've heard great things. Okay. Yeah. I did have a bit of a breakthrough recently. Oh, really? What was that? Came to my attention. Breaking news. I don't usually do that on the program. Usually stick to the film reviews. But I got some news that, in fact, movies were made before I was born. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a long, rich tradition of cinema history dating... And this is what yeah. I'm finding out. The, the, the very first movie of the train coming at the screen. Well, that sounds scary. The I'm Lumi- not Lumi- Believe Lumi- you me, Lumi- it was Lumi- terrifying. Yeah, I would scream if I saw that. Yeah. Scream, also the name of a scream. series of movies. Yeah. 
I'm learning, I'll take notes. Look, the point is... It would be good for you, especially yeah. if you are on TV talking about films, if you could... <laughs> Thank you, yes. ...get a better sense of, like, like what are the most influential movies? Sure. And like, Jason, I don't know. what an incredible Tia. <laughs> you keep reaching for your bag. What is, uh, what what is inside? Got, what do you got in there? I got a Black Adam swag bag. Haven't seen it. Sounded a little scary to me. That is... Do you want to show everybody that actually that is a it Black It is a Black Adam, Adam swag bag. And a Black Adam and notebook. Here we go. And Wait, it lights up? It lights up? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Wow, the um, power dynamic on stage just changed. <laughs> Hold on it's one exciting second. to see something light up, isn't it? <laughs> it's fun. So I recently did some digging. That's a Black Adam thermos as well. Absolutely. We should mention. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Comedy rule of fours. Yeah. As it pertains to props. Of course. I watched the Academy Awards with my father, and I went, this is great. They should do this every year. I hope it continues. And he said, they've been doing it for a very long time. And I went, whoa, Nelly. <laughs> so that gave me a bit of a watch list. Okay. okay. Oh, so you've written down movies oh, that you should. You I've done should... a little, a couple capsule reviews. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 an, it's a good uh, thing to be a, a little more aware of the medium that you're critiquing. I'm I mean, trying it's... very hard. I'm constantly learning, getting better yeah. every day. Now I can't help but notice, sure. looking over your shoulder, yeah. that on the top of the page mm -hmm. you've written "Silver Screen Sammy" My to name. remind yourself of your name. <laughs> God, how embarrassing it would be if I flipped up one of those words. <laughs> anyway. So the, now, just to properly set the table, these yes. are movies that you hope to see or movies? Best picture winners I have watched. I've been going down the list. You've been going down the list. Oh, wow. wow. Going down the list. And by the way, I hope to see some of you in best picture winners in the future. Oh, that would be amazing. Wow. I would hope that would it be could incredible. happen. I Did the dictator win best picture or? <laughs> I heard that was a very chill set. So here are... <laughs> Some best picture winners I watched on. This is what confused me. Because I watched the Oscars with my daddy, said, This is the best that cinema has to offer. And I watched some of these older films, and I thought they had all sorts of problems. Oh, okay. Well, Plot that, I mean, holes. Things sometimes don't age well. I would love to hear what you think Plot about it. Plot holes. Here's one I yeah. watched Kramer versus Kramer. Now, this is a wacky sci fi movie. <laughs> I could not get my head around this concept. It was the most confusing film I'd ever seen. I, I don't, uh, Silver Screen Sammy, I don't know that it, it was sci-fi. you got to ground a movie in some sense of reality. This is what I always say what, when I'm on the TV. What was confusing What was unbelievable, yeah. Well, because this premise is so unreasonable that a mommy and daddy would not stay together forever. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Understand you're doing wacky sci-fi, but the buy-in here is so high. Let me ask you. Obviously, your your mommy and daddy are still together. As is law. Do, I don't I, like you using those words. I don't, can, can I ask? Do your mommy and daddy fight the way that the characters? Was that believable to of you? Of course, and that's that's the little bit of relatability in there. Of course, you know my parents right. are both so, working professionals. Do you they not know what divorce is? 
Well, I've seen the movie. I don't think it's really a concept that's going to carry through in the cinema. But to, to you, it's something like a lightsaber. You, you think it was made up for that right. actual movie? And that movie? technology doesn't exist, and it never will. <laughs> Much like divorce. Wow. I, yeah. Ooh, I mean... Ooh. Next movie! Oh! Terms of Endearment. Now, Uh-oh. this movie was confusing. Uh-oh. <laughs> this... This young lady splits up with multiple daddies. Apparently, the Academy loved that. (laughs) And then at the end, she takes a nap and her mom freaks out. And the movie ends before she ever wakes up from the nap. I mean, talk about an unresolved cliffhanger ending. Oh, boy. This movie's got plot holes. Let me me ask, was it believable to you when the mommy got sick? Of course, everyone gets sick, oh. including mommies. Like, but that sick is, I mean, is your mommy sick right now, or? When's, okay. Sick in the head, go on. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning every day, do you see your mommy and your daddy? In love, yeah. Okay, great. Okay. okay, that's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Yes, For absolutely. Now. Have you ever, sometimes she yeah. sleeps, but she always wakes up. I, I hope, I mean, I mean that's, that's what's supposed to happen, so I that's agree. great. Have, that's, you, have you ever seen the movie Loose Change? I think it should be required viewing for all eight-year-olds. <laughs> I haven't. Tell me. Ears wide open. <laughs> it's about, uh, well, it's fun to have loose change in your pocket, right? Of course. I like that. Jingle jangle. <laughs> what else you got? Okay. Platoon. You watched it. Now, this is one of the wackiest movies I've ever seen. It's about the weirdest summer camp I've ever witnessed. <laughs> All they do is play paintball all day, every day. But here's the thing. When characters in the movie lose at paintball, they disappear and you never hear from them again. That's where the story would get good, how bad they feel that they lost the game. Do you lose at paintball all the time? All the time. Oh. Oh. I, f- I feel bad. Like, I, I, feel, wanna, I, like, feel, like, I gotta I feel say, bad. I, I, oh, he can't hear us right now. The I think French if we t- oh. Connection. <laughs> okay. Now, this is a movie about a bunch of grown-ups being very serious about baking powder. (laughs) So mean. Mmm, I hate that you're taking my baking powder. It's at every supermarket. It isn't hard to find. This one guy hates subway trains. He hates them. Don't remember that part of the movie. (laughs) He hates them. Some some of these movies... would pl- probably play better if they were more recent. Well, I tried to go as how mainstream you, as I possibly could. How did you feel about the French part of it? Yeah, have you ever... Can I ask, have you ever... Because we're all pretty anti-French. Well, I was, I was going to say, have you ever kissed a girl? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's what you were going to say? Or a, bo- or, or a boy? <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm not kids eight. I'm not saying you should kiss us. I'm asking, you like, don't wanna, You don't want to understand. You don't want to help the kid understand uh, death or any of these other things, but you want to know about French kissing? Well, I, you I just... you want me to kiss everyone on stage? Great no. job on the diversity booking, by the way. <laughs> what an incredible lineup of daddies hey. for me to kiss. Middle-aged dudes, that's who listens to podcasts. You, you put it out there, and this is what responds. <laughs> um, Clearly, you booked someone who didn't even contribute to the book. 
I would love to see this list in the book, though. Maybe we could put it in the paperback. Volume edition. two. Volume two. Here's another thing in the French connection. Oh, you asked me what I thought about all the French in it. No, loved it. More movies should have minions. <laughs> That's what they sound like yep. to me. Here was another thing in this movie. They hate trains. They love baking powder. They keep on talking about female heroes, but there are no ladies in the movie. How do I get myself a heroine? Where's the heroine? I want to find a heroine. Almost no speaking parts for ladies. More than this show, though. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Shakespeare in love. Okay. Right there in the title, in love. The weirdest thing happens in this movie. I call it a plot hole. (laughs) The two main characters take off all their clothes and fight each other. (laughs) They get into a wrestling match. They do some biting. I thought they were in love, not arch enemies. And then the next scene, they never talk about it ever again. Silver Screen Sammy. Yeah. I, I think you're misunderstanding these these movies. The uh, classics. And, and I, I feel like maybe it's our responsibility to mm. inform you about some of these subjects. Um, first of all, being sex. Jason, go ahead. First of all, which? Uh, uh, sex. sex. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Yeah, did you call him. it big sex? I thought you said big sex. <laughs> I heard big sex, too, and big, I don't know I, what either I of those it. words mean. You both heard me say big, big sex? sex. But it, it was being sex, the first of which uh, the first, being The first of which sex. being yeah. sex. But we both heard big sex. Big yeah. sex. Anyway, tell me what big sex is. Okay, so big sex. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's big sex and there's little sex. Okay. I'm little silver screen standing. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to explain it anymore. Okay. <laughs> Next movie on the list. It's too convincing. (laughs) The first best picture winner ever. It's called Wings. Now, they said this was the best movie of the year. They forgot to turn the microphones on. (laughs) I watched this thing. This is such an embarrassment. What a blunder. And then some years later, 2012, the artists, they forget to turn the microphones on again. Best picture, my tush. Whoa, language. Language. Hey, Come on, Silver Screen It's not Sammy. that kind of show. I hope yeah. it's not big sex. Okay, here's another one I watched. This one I had a lot of problems with. American Beauty. Mm-mm. Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> I'm I curious what your problems <laughs> yeah, with it are. I think the audience... Yeah, that's one of the ones that hasn't aged especially well. I agree. In my opinion, it attempts to satirize the American petit bourgeois, but instead presents a pastiche of suburban cliches undercut by cloyingly overwritten dialogue. And the weirdest thing is two boys kiss at the end. (laughs) That's not who kisses. Unless you're at a comedy bang bang book release, apparently. Well, look, Silver Screen Sammy, yeah. I'm assuming you don't have any more. No, you're wrong. Second oh, page. Oh, boy. <laughs> Based on what I'm seeing over his shoulder, the entire time we've been out here, he's been doing this. <laughs> look, I, I, I hate to put a guy at the uh, end yeah. of the show and yeah. then cut off his bit, so go ahead. Okay, here we go. I'll keep it quick. Speed round. <laughs> Moonlight. This movie is about two friends who thumb wrestle on the beach and then spread a bunch of clam chowder in the sand. Now, what is that? Well, Big Chunky Bubbles. Bubbles? 
<laughs> Don't try to pass this over to me. <laughs> the Godfather. Two movies, two best pictures, six hours long, zero Muppets. <laughs> Did you think there would be Muppets? <laughs> the Last Emperor. This is nothing like The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Okay, first of all, don't eat people. <laughs> <laughs> At least you understood that. <laughs> it's a moral tale. Secondly, Jodie Foster goes to prison. Some guy throws clam chowder on her. Where did he get it from? Big chunky bubbles. <laughs> Couple best picture winners I love. No notes, Green Book, Driving Miss Daisy, Crash, Gone with the Wind. And last of all, the biggest plot hole in any movie I've ever seen. I watched this thing, Schindler's List. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Okay. We all know the Holocaust didn't happen. Oh, oh boy. boy. Ay, ay, ay. What is this? Now your KKKK thing makes a lot more sense now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's everything I <laughs> Silver Screen Sammy, everyone. And now a one-hour Q&A. <laughs> I see we've reached the two-hour mark of the evening, which... How's the cheese wheel coming? <laughs> yeah. Is that going to come to us at, uh, at some point, or... Did you... It- run the show on a time minimum? (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Why? (laughs) I like people to feel like they got their money's worth, right? I mean, they got a book. Well, I mean, if I went went to a concert, I would want to see at least two hours plus. Yeah, exactly. You know, and a Q and A. I think I saw The Strokes once. They played for 45 minutes. No Q&A. No thanks, Strokes. Do you know what The Strokes refers to? Uh, A couple of the best picture winners I watched had talk as Strokes, but I didn't quite get it. What? Well, now's the time when you, uh, we as the audience, would like to rank all of our performers. Uh, so we'll put, put our hands above everyone's head and you applaud for your favorite ones. Uh, John Lennon, everyone. Okay. Big Chunky Bubbles. Adam Scott. Jason Manzoukas. Silver Screen Sammy. Silver Screen Sammy, you won! Yes. Amazing. Sing the, sing the song. Underdog story. Sing your theme song. No, you sing the song for the winner, Scott. I heard you have a musical theater background. <laughs> and do your dance. Yeah, we haven't seen the Disneyland dance. <laughs> Scott Ackerman's world famous Disneyland dance. No, wait, this was you auditioning for Disneyland and you had a dance? 
Well, it was a three-day audition process where we had to learn a dance. Okay. What would you have been? What, had you gotten it, what would you have been? I did get it. Oh, you, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean... That wasn't... I didn't know. I genuinely didn't know. Uh, Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Language. Language. <laughs> sorry. Continue, Silver please. Street Sammy. What was the song that you danced to? Let's see. It was 1987. Right. <laughs> So... Was it a Disney song, maybe? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I originally thought it was She Drives Me Crazy, but... Because uh, it's 1987, but... Uh, yeah, uh, Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo, maybe... Are we still allowed to say that? <laughs> Only because it's so scary? <laughs> I'll sing it if you'll do the dance. Or, this is the second night in a row. Or, or a 20-minute Q&A. <laughs> right, 20-minute dance or 20-minute Q&A. Whichever one you want, Scott. Come on, let's go out on a hunt. Come on. All right, you want to sing yeah, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo? Yeah. Here we but go. if you forget any of the lyrics. No. I know, I know this song by heart, like everyone does. <laughs> and everyone can sing along if they want. If sure. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. It begins with Angela Lansbury giving a little spoken word intro. I'm a witch, and it's World War II. Let's have some fun with me and you. Everyone likes to go to the zoo. If you go to... Oh. Scott Ackerman, everyone. That was wonderful. I almost broke my ankle again. Those are not the shoes for that dance. No. Those are loose-fitting shoes. Those are slippery. And I think I got COVID for the second time. Uh, sorry, right. you, you shouldn't be doing that. You're, you're genuinely winded. At 62, you should not be doing 62? that. 62? <laughs> All right, everyone, that's our show. Thank you so much. Jason Manzoukas, everyone. Griffin Newman. Adam Scott. Mike Hanford and Paul F. Tompkins. Scott Ackerman. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy the book. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com.
Ah, remember the sense of freedom or adventure that riding a bike used to give you as a kid? Just riding around your streets, passing by your friends' houses, finding money on the ground. Once I found $20 on the ground when I was riding my bike. Oh my gosh. And this is $20 in, you know, when I was a kid in, in 2002 money. Anyway, where would you go on your bike, huh? What would you discover during those adventures? Who would you ride with? Well, this spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it has never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick toolless assembly. Go to electricebikes.com to discover e-bikes that start at just $799 with the uh, XP Lite. Anyone can ride with a variety of models designed to be a better mode of transportation. I tell you, the, the electric e-bikes, Paul F. Tompkins has one. He swears by it. He says they're so fun. Go full throttle into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bike in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. And please mention, please, 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 that Comedy Bang Bang sent you in the post-checkout survey. That is L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.